for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. With Kern County's most listened-to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide and our KNZR expert, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. Just Google the McCarty Group, that's M double C A R T Y, or call 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. And she or one of her partners will be delighted to help you. Let them make you their next success story. And a good morning to you, Lori. Oh, good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? You know what? It's a three-day weekend, so I'm enjoying it, but I feel like you're going to be working on Monday. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Yep, I sure am. I've already got appointments scheduled. Oh, my goodness. But, hey, that's a good thing. Staying busy is not a bad thing. And keeping me out of trouble. Yeah. Any other big plans for the three-day weekend? Uh, No, not really. Just kind of, you know, doing a little work, relaxing, enjoying. That's all. Very nice. Very nice. And barbecuing. Yeah. Barbecue. Okay, Bob's going to light up the barbecue? Absolutely. Good. He is a master griller. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, everything is going great, and enough about me. Uh, I'm excited to meet these lovely women in the studio, your buyer specialist. Yes. Want to introduce them? I will. Um, we have Margaret Edmonston, we have Stephanie Giannis, and we have Lauren Larios. Um, all of them are buyer specialists at the McCarty Group. And as I think I've mentioned before, um, predominantly my function within the company is to work with sellers, and then the buyer specialists, they work with buyers. Mm, so before we get any further, why is it that you have your team or your company structured this way? Well, it really comes down to a conflict of interest. I mean, think about it. When you hire me as your seller's agent, you hire me to get you the highest possible price in a reasonable amount of time. And I take that obligation or responsibility very seriously. If you hire me as your buyer's representative, you want me to work to get you the best deal possible, given the current market conditions. It's difficult to wear both hats in one transaction. I mean, think about attorneys, Adelaide. Do you really want one attorney representing Mm -hmm. both sides? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it can work out sometimes, sure, but most people's response would be just like yours. No, thank you. Mm And so as I grew my business, I never wanted a client to question whether or not their interests were being served or best represented. So I adopted the position that I would divide the role of buyer and seller representation in my company, hence the emergence of buyer specialists. Okay, that makes perfect sense, Lori. Well, thank you. Plus, here's another benefit that people don't often think about, Adelaide, and that's the efficiency of scale that often comes with narrowing your focus. Mm. When you repeatedly do the same thing over and over, 
you hone your skills, you know the inventory, you've heard the same questions and concerns multiple times, so you have a level of expertise that often others don't have. Hmm. Hadn't thought about it that way, and now that you mention it, can completely understand how that would benefit your clients in a huge way. Good. I'm glad that makes Hmm. sense. So before we get started, I wanted to talk a little bit about home prices. We get a lot of listeners and clients asking the same question. Will home prices fall this year? You know, buyers and sellers both want the answer. And while I wish I had a crystal ball to look into and tell you all the answer, I don't. So I look to the experts to see what they are predicting instead. So what has been going on with home prices? Well, unless you've been living under a rock or secluded on a desert island, you know that home prices have skyrocketed. Price appreciation has averaged, depending on what figures you look at, anywhere from 15 to 19% for the full year of 2021, up from the 2020 average of 6%. So why are prices climbing so much? Well, it's because there are more buyers than there are homes for sale. This imbalance is expected to maintain that upward pressure on home prices because homes for sale are a hot commodity in today's low inventory housing market. Hmm. And what are the experts predicting going forward? Well, experts say that the housing market isn't set up for a price decline due to that ongoing imbalance between supply and demand. I've said it over and over. Housing is a supply and demand business. And in the latest home price forecast for 2022, they're calling for ongoing appreciation throughout the year. Now, while home price growth is expected to moderate from the rapid pace of 2021, strong home buyer demand against a backdrop of historically tight inventory of homes for sale will likely keep appreciation positive in the coming year. So the biggest takeaway from all of this is that none of the experts are predicting a depreciation, meaning no one is predicting housing prices will drop. That's great news for homeowners, but not so great news for home buyers, particularly as interest rates are continuing to rise. And if you're looking to buy, you should do so sooner rather than later because prices and interest rates are increasing, and I have a few great agents here today Mm. that I know can help you. But before we do that, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll introduce you to three of the McCarty Group's buyer specialists. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour, find out the value of your home, and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Ranked number eight in North America for Coldwell Banker last year, and the only Kern County realtor to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents for 2021, she is truly an expert in her field. Her desire, as well as that of her team, is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR.
Hi, Dennis Prager here for Lori McCarty, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR 1560 AM 97.7 FM. Now that's smart. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM 97.7 FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR. Com. And Lori, before we jump into our topic today, we had a listener ask a question. The person wrote in saying they wanted to sell, but they felt their home needed some improvements prior to listing. They said these outstanding repairs were holding them back. Do you have any advice for them? You know, Adelaide, this is a very real concern that a lot of our sellers communicate to us. So my advice to these sellers is to give our office a call. I have an exclusive program that will help them. Mm, that sounds intriguing. Can you tell us more about the program, Lori? Oh, of course. We like to call it MLOC for short. That stands for the McCarty Line of Convenience. You can also call it a line of comfort, a line of creativity, a line of completion. You could call it a line of construction or a line of change. Just don't call it alone because it's not. What it is, however, is an exclusive McCarty Group program, which allows sellers to access their equity prior to the close of escrow so that necessary repairs to their home can be completed before listing it on the market. This helps our sellers get as high of a sales price as possible for their home. Hmm. What about interest? Do you charge anything for using the program? Absolutely not. Hmm. And with the MLOC, it's a much better option than those high interest rate credit cards or the awful terms for personal loans that so many people have had to rely on in the past so that they could complete repairs to put their home in the best possible marketing condition. With MLOC, there's no interest rate and there is no catch. Sounds almost too good to be true. So who finds the contractors and arranges the work to be done? Well, that's the best part of all. I will personally evaluate your property and make recommendations as to what repairs and improvements need to be made so that your home can sell for top dollar. And then here is what I think is really one of the best parts of it all is that our team manages the process. They monitor the timelines and they keep you informed the entire way. We take the headache out of it because at the McCarty Group, we're all about creating a seamless transaction. Wow, what an innovative way to solve this problem and to help your clients. Sounds like a great option for sellers to have. I think so. Yeah, so are you ready to introduce your guests? Definitely. I am so excited and honored to introduce our guests today. Margaret Edmonston, Stephanie Giannis, and Lauren Larios. They're all buyer specialists at the McCarty Group. So good morning, girls. Good morning. Good morning. Good. So can each of you help to get everyone to know you a little bit better and tell us a little bit about yourself? Let's start with you, Margaret. Uh, My name is Margaret Edmonston, and I've been an agent um, in Bakersfield for over 28 years, and I've been with Lori for over 10 years as one of her buyer specialists. I have gone through different markets with her, um, and this one is definitely very exciting uh, to see all the changes, um, and I'm very happy to hear that it's not changing soon because we're just getting used to this one. (laughs) Absolutely. Stephanie, what about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Stephanie Yanez. I'm a mother of four, um, 
and I've been a realtor for about five years and with the McCarty Group for about a year and a half. Perfect. Um, and it's been a great change <laughs> and a great market. Good. We're, we're honored to have you. Thank you. Lauren, tell us about you. My name's Lauren Larios. I'm the newest of the agents. I just got my license at the end of December. Um, prior to working in real estate, I worked in the legal field for about 10 years, and I've now made the jump, but I couldn't be happier. Great. Well, you guys all know that we loved having you as a part of the team. We couldn't do what we do without you. Um, so let's go in reverse order. Lauren, why did you decide to become a realtor? Okay, so Lori, obviously we've known each other for quite a long time. It goes back before me getting my license or joining the McCarty Group. Um, and like I said, I worked in the legal field for 10 years. My focus was mainly on contract law, did pre-law in college. I had every intent to go to law school and become an attorney. Um, but there was just something missing. And I've loved the idea of being a realtor for a long time. Um, both my maternal grandfather and paternal grandmother were real estate agents and I wanted to do something different. And this was something different, but not totally out of my element because contracts are still very important and contract law is incredibly important when it comes to a real estate transaction. So it was a nice transition without feeling too different for me. So very I'm changing good. it up, but not too much. Very good. <laughs> Seems to be in your genes. What about you, Stephanie? Well, for me, I used to work in the medical field for about eight years, mm -hmm. and I was tired of being in closed proximity in a sense. You know, I uh -huh. wanted to be free in a sense, and I actually love helping people. I love helping and getting a feel of what each individual loves and dislikes and, you know, helping them in that next chapter in life that is basically my main goal and my drive of being a real estate agent and we see that every day <laughs> as you as you work at the team and you know helping people it's such a natural transition for you from the medical field to exactly. real estate what about you margaret why did you decide to get your license so many years ago um well, I came back from college and I had a, a major in sociology and a minor in business and it just really seemed to be a good fit because you're working with people but then you still have the business side of it. So it just really was a good fit for me. Um, I like to um, have freedom. Um, I was racing Hobie Cats with my father at the time so this was sort of the time a job that you could take time off to go to different races and have fun. So, How then, wonderful. And I've enjoyed it for over 28 years. So. And you have really excelled at it. We are we are honored and privileged to have you as a part of the team. Um, so tell us, since you've been doing it for 28 years, what continues to drive you and inspire you and keep pushing you forward? I think just the clients, getting to know the people, getting to really just a look on their face when you tell them that you, your offer's been accepted and just, just handing them the keys and the, their excitement. It's just, it just makes you motivated to go out there again and just running them into the grocery, running into them in the grocery store and just seeing how happy they are. I took my mother to the bank to get some stuff done the other day and I sat down and she goes, you sold me my house a year and a half ago and we love it. You know, just that type of stuff. So just running into past clients. It is. It's very rewarding, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Knowing that you help make a difference in right. their lives, right? Exactly. So it's just, this continues and there's just, it's like having, you know, children. You know, yeah. just, <laughs> Multiples, right. but yet you don't have to continue feeding them, right? right? exactly. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? What continues to drive you and push you forward? Well, um, I would say kind of the same thing, Margaret. Um, 
you know, recently I'm, I've been helping um, clients that are moving here from out of state. So mm-hmm. that's a big jump. It's a big step. And, you know, you got to guide them like what neighborhoods are better, you know, you know, and school wise, that type of thing. Um, so honestly, just helping them and, you know, handing them the keys, you know, kind of um, putting out little fires here and there, you know, reassuring them and just making sure that they're calm and understand that, you know, it's just a little process and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's such a big responsibility, helping someone and see people. There really are people moving here mm-hmm. to Bakersfield from outside of California. I know you all think that everybody's leaving the state, but they're not. We still have a lot of people moving in from outside of California as well as from within the state so that's great stephanie i'm glad to hear that lauren what keeps you motivated what drives you to do better every day so i hate to have the same answer as everyone else (laughs) but um i think there's a reason why we're all saying the same thing helping buyers and like giving them those keys and having that experience at the end that you did it you hit the finish line and you help them get there it's such a good feeling um and you just you can't beat that being able to be that person that helped them find their new place to call home yeah um there's really like no better feeling than that and it just when one transaction closes and it was successful it pushes you forward to keep doing it again and again and again i i think you're absolutely right and truth be told on my side that's part of what keeps driving me is knowing that i've helped each and every family achieve their real estate goal so I completely understand. Um, so let's switch it up a little bit. Um, let's talk about what you think um, a buyer should look for today when they're purchasing a home. Who would like to go first? I will. Okay, Stephanie. I think that buyers should definitely look at the location of the property, mm-hmm. also the layout. You know, you can always customize, you know, take things out, gut it. But if you don't have the proper layout for your family and mm-hmm. the proper location, that's going to be a big, big problem. So okay. that's something I recommend. I think highly. those are great things to be looking for. Yeah. Margaret? I think um, besides functionality of the house that fits your needs the most, I really think um, you need to look at resale in the back of your mind. Because even mm-hmm. if you say, everybody that says this is my forever home is the first one that calls me and says I need to sell. Right. So I think that in this market, you need to make sure that you're buying something that somebody else is going to want also. And I think that's a wise, wise, a piece of wise advice for all buyers, regardless of the market. Because like you said, we have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. And, you know, the the job that brought you here um, may say, hey, we need you somewhere else. Um, And, you know, if you have to pick up and move at a moment's notice, you want to make sure that your home is one that can easily be sold to someone else. Right. right. Yes. I mean, that's why I was just in the back of your mind. Just make sure that you're making the decision for now and for later. Absolutely. Lauren, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I would just say, you know, location, I think, is the biggest thing, not just, you know, in a good school district, resellability, but a location that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, Bakersfield has all different areas of town and everyone seems to have a specific part that they like, especially if you're relocating here. I think it's important to figure out which location you like. So drive around, get a feel for the neighborhood, the restaurants that are nearby, the stores. Mm -hmm. But I think location is the biggest thing. No matter how perfect a house is, if it's not an area that you love, you're you're probably not going to stay there long. You're going to be calling us to sell it for (laughs) you. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, so what is the biggest mistake that you guys see buyers making today? Um, Lauren, you want to take that one? I would say the biggest mistake is getting hung up on things that don't matter. Oh, so walk, interesting. Tell walking in and seeing, oh, I don't like the paint. Oh, I don't like the carpet. Oh, look, there's a small crack in the tile. These are all easy things that can be fixed. That They're can be cosmetic. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that ultimately matters. Um, you know, focus more on like the floor plan. Does it make sense? Because that's going to be a hard thing to change if you're not liking the floor plan of the home. Whereas paint, carpet, flooring, cosmetic stuff, those are easy fixes. Don't get hung up on it. Margaret, what would you add? I think that buyers are sometimes are settling because they're afraid they're not going to find anything. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I try to tell my clients at the end of the day, of the first of every month, you're the one writing the check. And are you going to be have a smile on your face or a frown on your face? So don't settle. Um, it might take a f- couple weeks longer, but you'll at least be happy with your final result. I, I think that is excellent advice. And I, I applaud all of you for making sure that you push that point home to your clients because we want to make sure that when we help a buyer buy a home that they do fall in love with it that it is not something that they were settling for that that as long as they are here that and it meets their needs that they are in love with that home right and i had a client that you know wanted to overbid on something and then they didn't get it and they were depressed and then the next two days later I found them another house and they're like oh thank god we didn't get that other one because this is exactly what we were looking for Patience. Uh, thanks for listen makes for you know guiding us this way absolutely and they call me every day and thank me and then the house that they didn't get came back on the market and they called laughing they go they didn't accept our bid but we're so much happier <laughs> so I mean just patience really patience and don't settle absolutely Stephanie, what else would you like to tell people? That I agree with both Lauren and Margaret. You know, know, cosmetic things you can easily fix. Mm -hmm. Um, Location as well. Um, Some people, well, I really don't like this location, but I will go ahead and do it. No, let's just wait. Patience is the key here. And when it is right, it is right. You know, when there's a will, there's a way. Yep. I I would say that in all the years that I've been doing it, um, the the one thing that shines through to me is that when it is right, it will everything will fall into place. If it is meant to be, it will be. Exactly. And I think you guys have all experienced that as have your clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so I think this was a great introduction for our listeners to all of you all, um, and I think it's a really great place for us to take a break. Um, so. For everyone who's out there listening, if you want to work with one of these fantastic women, just give our office a call at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Margaret, why don't you give them your direct line? My number is 661-535-1548. Lauren, what number would you like them to call you at directly? Okay, my direct line is area code 661 661- Four six three eight seven seven five. And Stephanie. My direct line is six six one four six eight nine eight seven two. We'll be back right after the break. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on fifteen sixty AM ninety seven seven FM KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. 
one missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. In this morning, we're talking with Margaret Edmonston, Stephanie Yanis, and Lauren Larios, buyer specialist at the McCarty Group. So since you guys work with buyers, I bet you see a lot of houses. What is the most unique thing you've seen in a home. Which one of you wants to take that? I will go ahead because I recently um, looked at a property. It's up on Arcadia, northeast side of town. Uh huh. As soon as you walk in, you step back into 1962, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everything original. You can feel the memories. It was so obviously, you know, millennials will want to mm-hmm. switch everything up, gut it. But this buyer wanted to keep everything original, wanted even up to the carpets. Oh, wow. <laughs> what color was that carpet? Oh, blue, red, orange, <laughs> <laughs> etc. But the most unique part was in the backyard. It was this, the cutest little pumpkin cottage house, and it was perfect for little ones. So oh, how neat. Thing. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, what about you, Lauren? What's the most unique thing that you have seen in a home? So I think one of the most unique things I've seen, it was one of your listings, Lori, and I don't know if we necessarily figured out in the office what it was. It looked like a pool in the backyard, but there was no water in it, and it had wood stairs that went down oh, into it, mm-hmm. and I think it was like a patio area, but below level patio area. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It might be a little bit cooler, I guess, during the summer if you're a little bit farther down yeah i'm not a little below ground level it looked like a pool or a koi pond but it wasn't a pool or no it wasn't it was i think a patio and unfortunately the owner of that property was no longer with us so we couldn't ask what the original intended use was yes it was definitely a unique thing that i've never seen before you Mm -hmm. and me both uh margaret what about you well i try quarterly to go to all the different new constructions and see the models just Mm -hmm. to see what the trends are and a month ago, I went into one in the kitchen that had a built-in espresso machine. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it had, like, the stove in the oven, double ovens, and then it had the refrigerator built-in, beautiful. And then, like, 
you just put your coffee in and I guess you know, behind it you have to fill it up. But you can just push your button and it's like Starbucks in your own house. Wow, I That's, need one of those. Mm-hmm. I thought it Not was, for me, right. mm-hmm. unless it dispenses Diet Dr. Pepper, I right? So. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But Bob would love that. But, but it was unique. I'd never, I mean, I'd seen a lot of different things and... I just like to go to the new construction just so that you know what the trends are. Absolutely. And so when people from out of town call, you know, a lot of them want new construction because they, mm-hmm. like especially with oil companies, they know they're only going to be here a couple of years and they want to be able to just live there and move out. Right. So on that same note, can each of you tell us about a home that you've recently looked at and loved? Was that one that you loved, Margaret? I loved it, yes. It was beautiful, yeah. I'm like, this is like the Jetsons almost. That's what it is. Like, I can live here. <laughs> Great. All the modern things. It's, it's just amazing what people come up with and all the technology where you can run all the lights and everything from your phone. Mm-hmm. I even just recently bought a washer and dryer and it says Wi-Fi. I'm like, why do I want to put an app on my phone to start my washer machine when I'm standing right here? But So you, you can, can start it when you're not at home. Oh. Right. <laughs> Spoken from the millennial, right? <laughs> but how do the clothes get in the washing machine if I'm not there? That yeah, was my thought Send process. Because my two teenage sons are not putting them in the washing machine. <laughs> oh, what about you, Lauren? Have you uh, Tell us about a home that you've recently looked at and fallen in love with. So a home that I recently looked at that I fell in love with is new construction as well. And it had a great floor plan, but what I was absolutely going crazy over was it had a separate butler's pantry Mm -hmm. and in the butler's pantry it had a place where a commercial um ice maker was going to go as well as a wine fridge and i was just thinking oh my gosh the amount of storage that you have in this house you already (laughs) had like your traditional pantry that was a walk-in pantry but then the separate like butler's pantry i mean all your all of your little like gadgets you could hide like your instant Mm -hmm. pot your KitchenAid mixer not have it on the counter have it all tucked away in this butler's pantry I just loved it. Well, for me, that would work perfect for my, you know, five or six sets of china that I seem to collect. You could just hide it all. Absolutely. Bob would love that. (laughs) What about you, Stephanie? Well, it's not a home that I recently looked at. It was a home last year Mm -hmm. up in the Oleander area, and it was beautiful. Just the fine touches, the uniqueness of the property. I do love new construction. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. Mm -hmm. However, I do love older style property. Exactly. There Mm -hmm. it is. And the neat thing about that property as well, you know, they re not redid everything, but, you know, they brought everything together. And that's what I love, like bring old and new together. And the really cool thing that they had was um, old pictures from the original builders. Uh, and it was sweet. It was sweet, too. Very Witness neat. And very neat. Be a part of. <laughs> so help our listeners understand, when you're talking with a client for the first time, Margaret, what kind of what kind of questions do you ask them uh, so that you can begin that process of helping find their perfect home? I really ask what their top needs are and wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they you know if they have a family of four, how many bedrooms do you need? How many you know if you were single, you just want a two bedroom? Do you want a you know pool? And just location. If they have children, what school district are they currently in? Or, or do you want to stay in that? Just different personal things so that I can narrow down the area and their wants. Okay. And then secondly, maybe their needs. Well, I would like a pool, but or I'd like RV, but, you know. Right. But their needs first. Okay. Stephanie? Well, I try to get as 
much personal as I can with mm-hmm. them, um, kind of connect in a sense where if they're a mother, I'm a mother. So um, trying to get a feel of what they like, what they need, what their time frame is as well, because oh, that's, that's a big important. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, I have a lot, all the time in the world or, hey, I, I'm cutting it close. So that's one thing I do ask, what's your time frame? You know, what's the reason you're moving? Are you staying in town? Why are you moving out of town? You know, just small little questions like that. Um, and also ask what their needs and wants are you know they trust me to direct them in certain areas or hey is this a good area or not i trust you and that's just how i go about things is try to get as personal as possible and connect with them in a different level other than being in that business transaction in a a sense because this is personal this is the next chapter in their lives and this is going to be a property for them not me so i try to take myself out of it and get a feel what they want and who they are Makes perfect sense. What about you, Laura? My first thing I ask is if they're a Bakersfield native. We have had so many people that are moving here from the Bay Area, from LA. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of puts the conversation going in the right direction. If they're a Bakersfield native, chances are they already know what area of town they want to be in. And if they're not a Bakersfield native, then it's finding out what area they're going to like. Right. Um, And that's going to depend on their background exactly and and some of these needs and wants right exactly so finding that out first and then finding out from them okay let's get down to the basics what are you looking for number of bedrooms number of bathrooms like what are some features that you would love to see in that home maybe a pool Mm -hmm. but i feel like starting out with okay are you a bakersfield native i mean we have to ask that now we have so many people that are moving here and you know that's that's interesting that you bring that up i hadn't thought about that but you're right we do have so many people that are moving here from outside of the area right and i think a lot of them are moving here for the 55 plus Mm -hmm. neighborhoods because those are very i mean we have several very nice ones we absolutely do um, I think we're actually getting an influx of all, all different age ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me. But um, you're right. We are getting a lot of the 55 plus because of what great communities we have here. Um, so tell me, um, I'm sure each of you has your own favorite area of town, right? And maybe even your own favorite part of Kern County. Right. Um, So, Margaret, we'll start with you. What is your favorite part of uh, Bakersfield? um, And what's your favorite part of Kern County? I think they go hand in hand. I think my favorite part of Bakersfield and Kern County is that it's it's big and it's sprawly, but it's just hometown. It's everybody knows everybody and everybody really supports the local businesses. And that's one of my favorite parts. I mean, it's always... Um, I mean, as far as neighborhoods, there's just so many. I mean, I my first house was in the La Cresta area. Now I live in the Northwest. But, you know, I have family in the Northeast and Southwest. It's just every part is its own little community, but we're just a big community. Right. We are. We are. And, you know, what's funny, I think, is you talk to anybody who lives in any part of Bakersfield or Kern County, and they seem to think that their neighborhood, their school district, is the best, right? Correct. Yeah, um, we're very opinionated that way, but we're very proud of, of, of every of where we live and who we are, right? Um, Stephanie, do you have a favorite area of town in Bakersfield? Is there something special about Kern County that you like the most? 
Well, since I'm an outdoorsy person, I really love the hiking, mm-hmm. the bluffs, you know, Hart Park, you know, Miracle Springs is not too far away. We're so close to the outdoors, and um, that's my favorite. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and also, neighborhood-wise, northeast side of town, I adore because it's it's closer to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for those of you who are new to the area and don't know... Um, it's also cooler on the northeast side mm-hmm. of town. You know, for years people would say that, and I would go, really? Mm, yeah, absolutely it is. It is It is absolutely true. What about you, Lauren? Okay, so like Stephanie, I'm a northeast girl. I do absolutely love the northeast. It is just so peaceful, especially as you get closer to Rio Bravo out on that side. It is peaceful out there. It's really quiet. And, like, you can open your windows at night, and what do you hear? You hear, like, crickets and frogs, and it's just the best. Um, And there is that little bit of a breeze out there all the time, so it's a little bit cooler. I also love downtown and Westchester area. I mean, those houses just have such charm, Mm -hmm. and you can't beat the restaurants that are downtown, and it's just a fun overall vibe in the downtown Westchester area. So love that part of town, too. That's great. Um, So let's talk about trends. You guys see um, all the home decor and architecture, you know, as you're out there looking at all the different properties that are available. Um, So instead of asking you um, what your favorite trend is first, I'm going to ask you, what is a trend that you wish would die out that you never saw again? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to start? I'll start. All right. I wish the all gray would go away. I mean, I know gray is like, everybody seems to love it. But like the gray walls, the gray floors, the all white kitchen. It's like, please, some color, any, (laughs) just a little bit. So I'm I'm just, I am burned out on the gray. You're burned out on gray. I wish that would go away. Okay. I think it's time, it's time to change it up. Find a new color. We've had it, we've had enough of it. At least I have. I've gotten my fill for it. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Um, Margaret, Stephanie. I'm going to say that to each their own. I love it all. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You're kind of like me. I mean, I can, uh, honestly, I can appreciate modern style, Mm -hmm. industrial. uh, I love old world. um, And um, that modern farmhouse vibe, if it's done right, I'm all over the gray. I think it's it looks neat mm-hmm. um but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what speaks to my heart in my house exactly. but i can certainly admire it when it's done right in another home what about you margaret unfortunately i don't think it'll ever go away because of our lack of water but it's the landscaping that's the that people are doing now to the drought resistance mm-hmm. i just love driving by people's houses and especially in the spring and seeing all the different vibrant flowers but unfortunately and until it starts raining again, that's not going to. But that trend is sort of like, oh, Mulch. I used yeah. to have beautiful flowers. Yeah. And so that's I, like, I, I'm with you. I, you're right. Xeriscaping is right. here to stay right. um, because of our water shortages. Um, but I, I'm with you. I love seeing a lush landscaped yard with all the, the vibrant flowers and colors in the spring and summer and fall. Um, so I'm. I, I wish that, right, you know, zero escaping was, was not right. the trend of the, the future. 
Um, but people are doing unique things with it, and they're trying with the different they know, are. The rust colors, and they're, they're trying to make it as vibrant as possible with that. But so, so I guess that's the new thing is try to find out who does the most unique zero well, landscaping. And, <laughs> and I have to say, um, and and she might be upset with me for mentioning it on air, but. Lauren's parents have done mm-hmm. a phenomenal job with mm-hmm. xeriscaping in their yard. Mm. They and have a dry creek is, bed in the front yeah, yard. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, and the vibrancy of what she has blooming, amazing, really amazing. So let's talk about what you love and you wish you could see more of, like, oh, every house should have this architectural trend or home decor. Okay, I'll chime in. I don't know necessarily every house, but I wish I would see more of it. I wish we would see builders doing two, more two-bedroom houses. I think there's still really? I think there's still a market for two bedrooms, especially with millennials and, you know, the younger generations now too that aren't planning on having kids. Two bedrooms is perfect. Okay. And with how expensive houses are and are going to continue to be, I mean, I think two bedrooms make sense for a first-time home buyer. Well, you could, you absolutely could be on to something there. You know, last week we talked with, um, who was that, Brownstone Shared Housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they have a new model for people who, who really uh, are trying to get into affordable housing on a temporary basis, but that this might be the next logical step two mm-hmm. bedroom homes and so at right. least you can get your foot in the door and you know stop as throwing price- your money away in rent and actually right. own something right and as prices go up and interest rates go up this may be the thing so builders if you're listening maybe that's something you need to do because you're right we don't see many two bedroom mm-hmm. homes coming to them we see no new construction of two bedroom homes right now not at least not that i'm aware of anybody no well, and I think that with something smaller, like the size of a condo, but not the HOA, people don't want to have to pay the mm-hmm. HOA fees and have well, that HOA control. Well, HOA fees has, have gotten very $400 expensive. $400 a month mm-hmm. sometimes. But mm-hmm. I think Lauren is right that some, it's smaller, you know, smaller lots, but your, your own individual, you can still decorate it yourself. You're not attached to anybody else right. and have those fees and have that other control. I mean, I think there's really, and there's people retiring. I mean, we you got a call the other day, you know, I have this big old house. Mm-hmm. I need to downsize. But they don't have options either. Right. Because there's nothing newer. They don't want to buy something that's, you know, 50 years old and have to fix. They want something newer in a little nice community. Right. And when you're downsizing, you want to do just that. You don't want a large yard. You don't want a large floor plan or footprint to take care of. Um, Stephanie, do you have something else that you'd like to see in terms of home decor or an architectural trend that you'd love to see more of? Actually, I am into tiny homes right now. So So this is kind (laughs) of all on the same, in a sense, on the same wavelength here. And, you know, trying to downsize in a sense and, you know, just kind of live life outdoors. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much my main goal this year. I like that. Tiny homes is a trend that I'm intrigued. Okay, perfect. Well, Well, I think so many people spent so much time in their home the last two years. Yes. That Mm -hmm. they, you know, they don't want to be in their house. So it's like, I don't need all this junk in my house. I, people are purging. I a lot, I think, now because they're sick of everything they had to live with the last two years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think that makes perfect sense. So a um, little bit different trend here. Um, sometimes as agents, I, I think that we act as a therapist. 
for our clients. Um, we have to listen to their concerns. Um, they ask us for advice. Um, so if each one of you had a buyer in front of you right now, what piece of advice would you give them for finding a home in today's market? Stephanie? I would definitely um, advise them, you know, the location is the most important thing. However, be patient because you might fall in love with this property now, but the right one will come along. So patience is key. Let me put out the fires for you. Okay. Margaret? I think the one advice would be to really meet with the lender um, because they might have been in the market six months ago and now they want to get their feet wet again and the rates have changed. So really they need to check in with the current lender they were working with before or get pre-qualified and really find the payment they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and then work backwards on the price of the home because you don't want to go out and look at a $400,000 house and fall in love with it but then be at 375 absolutely i think that's that's great advice what about you lauren i think what they need to do what a buyer needs to do is really figure out what their absolute needs are Mm -hmm. things that are their deal breakers Mm -hmm. and go from there because having that maybe having like a list of things you absolutely have to have in a home and oh if it has this that's a deal breaker for me that's going to i mean there isn't a lot to choose from right now but it's going to set you on the right foot so you're looking at the right stuff and you know so you're not settling like we talked about before okay that makes great sense um so as buyer specialists you guys work with buyers on a constant basis um from a buyer's agent's point of view what advice would each of you give to a seller in today's market Margaret? my advice um, is declutter I know you have a lot of gorgeous knickknacks that you've saved and you've gone from different trips or family heirlooms but when somebody walks in they want to be able to see where their things are going and it makes the house look smaller than it is a lot of times if there's a lot of items you know, clean off the counters, clean off your, you know, the bookshelves. I mean, leave some personal items. I mean, don't absolutely, you know, empty the house, but just give it some fresh air and some fresh space. Perfect. Stephanie? Um, Advice I would give to sellers would be to put themselves in the buyer's shoes. Mm. You know, not um, the highest offer is not always the best offer. Um, Also, kind of... um, give that heart to heart in a sense you know i've had clients that you know write letters um Mm -hmm. given that they know they can't compete with the highest offer um so just put their 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 feet in the buyer's shoes you know okay great lauren i would tell sellers to be prepared to get out as soon as you list your house if you're (laughs) listing it with lori it's going to sell pretty quickly so be prepared that you're going to be moving out and also When these showings happen, a lot of times there are a ton of showings that happen. Mm -hmm. So be prepared to not be home a whole lot on the weekend. (laughs) I mean, just buckle up because it's going to move quickly, right? It could be Mm -hmm. a wild ride. It could be a wild ride. It's going to move quickly and, uh, you know, 
be prepared for that. And I really think it is important for sellers to not necessarily be present during the showings. I've had that happen quite a bit lately that the seller is there and it just makes it a little awkward and uncomfortable. And then also the seller almost wants to show the house instead of letting me show the house. Right. Um, so yeah, I would just say be prepared to start moving out because it's going to happen once you list. All right. I think also the sellers, I mean, it is their home and they have such pride of ownership. Mm-hmm. It's hard for them to release it and they want they want to be there and brag about their home. And so I think that's sort of a thin line sometimes that they're wanting to make the next step, but they're still in love and they want to tell you about the neighbors, how wonderful the neighbors are. And I, because of their, just their pride of ownership. Absolutely. It's because they love their home and they want to make sure that the new buyer loves their home. Um, unfortunately, they don't know your clients as well as you do. And the things they might be highlighting could be the very things mm-hmm. that your buyer is thinking, how do I minimize that? Absolutely. That Correct. was a situation yeah. that I ran into. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, though, at the same time, the seller wants to get to know who is going to be the next buyer the right. next owner of the property so right. that's You're another right. thing so You're right and that to your point mm-hmm. put yourself in the buyer's shoes um yes they do want to know who it is who's going to love their new home um or their the home that they're they're leaving um but i think that we also have to make sure that um if you put your buyer's hat on and you remember when you walked into a home and the sellers were there looking at you, uh, wanting to take you on the tour of the home, it probably made you feel a little less like it was your home or it could be your home. And that's what we're really trying to establish because buying a home is an emotional experience. And I'm sure that all of you as buyer specialists want that buyer to connect with that home when they walk in. Definitely. They need to be able to see themselves in it, not the mm-hmm. current people. And that's sort of the hard part to explain to sellers that, yes, they, you know, they want to be able to imagine themselves living in the home and not see how you're living in it. Right. So let me ask you this. Um, we know that there are a lot of new agents out there and a lot of aspiring agents as well. Um, what advice would you give them for breaking into this industry and for being successful? Margaret, you've been a realtor the longest, so what, what advice would you give them? My advice would be really to understand the markets we're in um, mm-hmm. and the market trends. Mm-hmm. I would really need to, need to understand um, marketing. There's just so many aspects of this business that people don't understand. Oh, I'm going to go sell a house today. Right. Well, you don't need to understand escrow. You need to learn the, the loan process. It's not just opening the door and saying, woohoo, we're, we're going to close now. It's not just going and looking at pretty right. houses, is yeah. it? <laughs> so I just really do your research, okay. understand the process, all the different, you know, fingers, the appraisals, the, you know, home inspection. Just really understand it before you, because it's, it's a good six to nine months before you can really count on a solid income. Right. It can be a very rewarding career, but right. there's a lot of hard work that right. goes into it. Stephanie? I would say stay consistent. Learn from your mistakes. You're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and just go with the flow, honestly. Yes, go with the flow. Don't take things too personal. And understand that you are human, no matter what. And just keep driving, and you'll be successful if you're consistent. Okay. 
Lauren, what advice would you give new agents or aspiring agents? My biggest piece of advice is to join a team. So find an agent that has a team of buyers, specialist buyers agents that are working for them and join a team. Because when you're first starting out, I don't know how you can necessarily do it successfully on your own. I mean, it can be done, but it's going to be really hard and trying to learn all these things on your own. Why not join a team and learn from a seasoned agent that already has all this knowledge and they can teach you um, and take you under their wing and help you with getting those initial leads and those initial buyers. I think joining a team is really, really helpful. Sets you out on the right foot. I can agree because when I first started, I went out on my own and I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and honestly, you know, Stephanie blossomed when she joined the team. Definitely. um, (laughs) By having some direction, by having um, people who would help guide that career. you just you did a fantastic job the first year you were a, a member of the team so we applaud you Thank but you. a lot of that comes down to your hard work as it does with each one of you um, you know these these women are are wonderful they look beautiful mm-hmm. they make it look so easy but I will tell you behind the scenes there is an awful lot of hard work that goes in behind it so Adelaide I see that we are close to time um, <clears throat> so I, I want to ask you guys one last question, and that is, what do you think is the most challenging aspect of being a real estate agent? Lauren, we'll start with you. So I think the most challenging aspect is that it's nothing is necessarily for sure with real mm-hmm. estate. I mm-hmm. mean, you can meet with people, show them houses, and then they decide to go work with another agent, or they decide, never mind. Right. They were they don't want to buy um and then even through the course of the transaction it's not for sure until it closes so for me like getting used to that uncertainty it's been it's been a little difficult that's been like the hardest Mm -hmm. part for me right right it's an adjustment it's very different going from corporate america where you know Mm -hmm. you're going to get paid on this date and if you do x y and z you get the job done every time and you know, it's a little bit more of like, I guess, like a machine, you know, right. that safety whereas net. What, there's that safety net. Whereas when you're a realtor, you can do all the things and you can do them all right. And you can do it all right. And it still doesn't happen. Right. And you still don't wind up with a paycheck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Stephanie. Yeah. The most challenging, I would agree with Lauren, um, just the looky loos and uh, people that are not sure. So Mm -hmm. in that instance, we got to make them sure, you know, we got to convince them or let them know like this is you, you went this route for a reason. Let's finish the the line, you know, let's finish the crossing line and, and go full throttle. So that's the most challenging is dealing with people that are unsure, they're not sure what they want to do. And, um, you know, well, but I think that we also understand that the reason that they're unsure is because this is such a big Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. in their lives, right? which goes back to us being that counselor, that therapist, exactly. and helping remind them why they embarked on this journey in the first place, right? Exactly. And hey, if you're not ready now, when you are ready, give us a call. Absolutely. <laughs> Margaret? I think the most challenging thing is that, like what Lawrence said, the uncertainty, because there's just the different steps of the process. Once you get your offer accepted, then you have the home inspection, and you're some things pop up I mean nobody has x-ray vision right and so I think that's the uncertainty and then once that 
hump is over and everything is fine, then the loan process. Sometimes there's something that pops up from five years ago in the last minute and things are delayed. I think, like I try to tell my clients that it's like having a child, there's a due date, but it comes when it wants to. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep, you're absolutely right. Well guys, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy weekend to spend the day with us this morning. Um, Before we go, I want to remind all of our listeners that if you're interested in working with Margaret, Stephanie, or Lauren, give our office a call and we'll get you connected with them. Um, A heartfelt thanks to each of you for tuning in today and each and every week. Today we've introduced you to the buyer specialist at the McCarty Group, and I think we've given you some insight into the buying side of real estate. I know Adelaide and I both look forward to visiting with you again next Saturday at 11 a.m. Remember, if there are details of today's topic you'd like to revisit, or you know someone who would enjoy this information but couldn't tune in this hour, you can catch our Encore presentation each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR just before Sean Hannity. Or if that doesn't work, you can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Kern County Real Estate Review and listen to your heart's content. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. You're listening to 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week. Hi, Lori McCarty reminding you to mark your calendars for the first Saturday of each month for our open house, open mic edition of the Kern County Real Estate Review. Tune in at 11 a.m. sharp to get your exclusive backstage pass to our newest open houses hitting the market for the first time that weekend. We'll provide behind-the-scenes tips and chat with my team on location as they bring you Kern County's newest homes. We'll also take your calls and answer your questions, all while sharing the latest in real estate news with local industry experts. So don't forget, be sure to tune in the first Saturday of every month for our open house open mic edition here on KNZR. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer, or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options, and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com.